Welcome to episode two of the sound check. I am joined with my buddy Gabe again. What's up, Gabe? How's it going, man? Uh, you know, just hanging out, just uh, living my best life, shall I always say, even <laughs> though that term got ruined for me recently. Not going to go into that story. Um, I'll let y'all wonder. Uh, so, obviously, we've kind of established a name now. Uh, I give props to you on this. I even made sure that that be known that. <laughs> I texted you the other day about what should we call this because that was a back and forth debate there for a minute. Um, but we did decide on the sound check. So obviously it's with Inside by Knuckleheads podcast. It's a, just an occasional episode like we kind of decided to do. So uh, we're just going to be hitting topics and giving shout outs to songs and letting y'all hear from us. I mean, that's the best way I can really put it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. Um, as last time we did talk about, the the question last time was, are the times of streaming killing music? And we obviously both agreed no and whatnot, but uh, I think you said you might have like a little fun fact or something to hit us with. Oh, yeah. In, was, in, in reference to that episode. Yeah, there was literally an article that came out yesterday um, talking about how much streaming music revenues have made, like how, how much the music industry's made, right? Because of streaming. Well, just in general. In general, okay. Yeah, just in general, record sales last year, 80% of all money mm-hmm. from music mm-hmm. came from streaming. That's insane. 80%. That is insane. Uh, revenues from streaming services grew 20% from 18 to 19, from 2018 to 2019, to $8.8 billion, accounting for 79.5% of all recorded music revenue. That is insane. So... You can't say that it's killing it because no. it's it, it it is the it is industry. the industry now. I yeah, mean, it's it realistically is. So that's yeah, crazy. Yeah. They oh. count and they and they count. You know, by streaming, they count YouTube, Vivo, Spotify, every one of them. Yeah, yeah. all of them. They count everything. Yeah. Cool. Interesting. Like that's uh it's it's cool to know now that it's finally been around for a while. Like. They're actually really been being able to build up facts and see the yeah. the progress of it and what's happened over the the course of that it's been around. So yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. Well, today our topic of conversation is though. So let's let's bust into this. I I had this. Uh, I went to go see an artist the other night, Teddy Swims. Um, if any of y'all know him, he's big YouTuber. Yeah, covers a lot of songs. A lot of people have found him through YouTube, so I believe that is really how, realistically how he's made his name. He is actually a local to Atlanta. I was going to say an AT alien, but uh, I was with there, sitting there with my brother, and we were watching him, and he was doing some of his covers, and I was like, that'd be a really good topic, is covers that are better than the originals. Now, some of this can be opinionated. <laughs> oh, I mean, it's so, all, all going to be opinion, man. <laughs> but I think there are some that are, uh, uh, even the artists that created the original will go, no, that one's better. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so oh yeah. We, we have found some articles and things on that. So I think the best way to jump off into it is you hit me with one, we'll talk about it, we'll bounce back and forth, we'll, we'll try to get through as many as we can, and we'll even talk about certain artists that we feel could be argued that are really good but at the same time 
um, we don't feel that they're necessarily better. So I say you go ahead and hit me with one, and let's talk about it. Um, I mean, I think it's it's hard to to argue that any cover is better than the original, really. I mean, because I mean, there are some that I think I like, but I can't say that it's necessarily better. Okay. I guess, so like so what I want go with ones you prefer then, um, that are, what would you say is one of your preference of, of ones? Okay, so yeah, like, like one of my favorite covers ever, okay. is um, the band Amberlin, which is one of my mm-hmm. favorite bands ever. Seen them? Yeah, did a cover of "Enjoy the Silence," and most people don't know that that's actually that's a Depeche Mode song. Okay, it's not their song. It's famous for being like one of Amberlin's biggest songs, and it's they really took it and made it their own. They didn't change a whole lot if you listen to the yeah. original versus their version. Um, but I can't say it's better than the original. Not really, because I yeah. mean it's it's very similar, but you know it's just a little bit louder. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think another unique thing about covers that makes a lot of them better, mm. and I know what that word can be opinionated and loosely, but People that don't just cover the song, they make it their own. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I think that's what kind of is the stipulation that just changes it all Why and why people think it's better. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They manipulate it to make it their own, so therefore it's, oh, like, this is just a more pleasing sound. Yeah. I Um, mean, and there's, there are covers, like we were, you said in the intro, like, there there are certain cover songs out there that are so good and so generally agreed upon to be that good that even the original artists have kind of like been like yeah you know what they did it better yeah. like for instance uh hurt by johnny cash you know it's crazy how many people don't realize that's a cover though oh so many people so many people don't realize that's a cover song but yeah it's a nine inch nail song and the nine inch nail song is good but even trent reznor was like no that's Johnny's song now. It's not my song anymore. <laughs> yeah, like you can have that. He's like it, he's like he it it re- it was more relevant to Johnny's life at the time, mm-hmm. and he put more emotion into it than Trent did. Was that was, the last song he recorded? Uh, or was that was one of them? I think he did like, um, or maybe it was was it God's gonna cut you down? Or uh, there was one song. It, well, they came from around the same time. That was like the last song he recorded, and that was another reason why it just was like so made it even. Yeah, like crazy big. I don't remember which one it was, but it w- it was definitely towards the end of his life. It yeah. was, which was one reason it's so, um, yeah, it's so popular for sure. Um, well, I, I man, I, one that I like to talk about because, I, and I always bring up this fun fact about myself, and it still holds true because I saw the guy seven times in one week before. Um, Tennessee whiskey. By Chris Stapleton. You saw him seven no, times in a week. No, I did not see him. Oh, this is what this is <laughs> okay, what I'm right. going to hit you with. All right, David Allen Coe done the original, which a lot of people do not realize. I didn't know it was a David, David Allen Coe done the original. I didn't know it was a David and Allen Coe song. That's the, I'm always joke that that's my fun fact about myself is I've seen David Allen Coe more times than anyone else, and a lot of that is because I saw him seven times in one week. But that just how did you see him up. seven times in one week? So I would go. There was a time where I used to ride motorcycles, and I went yeah. to Daytona Bike Week with my dad. Oh, and he okay. performed at the Iron Horse Saloon. The, let me make sure I do yeah. justice to my Uncle JB, the world-famous Iron Horse Saloon. <laughs> um, and 
we were there all week long, so I literally saw him every single day that I was there. Oh shit! And wow. did not miss it one time. I've seen him here in Atlanta. I've done I've done that bike week trip three times in total, I think. Wow! Okay. And every time that I'm there, he's he's, there he's always there. He's from that area, so wow. Wow. I didn't. Um, I knew that Tennessee. I had just recently learned that Tennessee whiskey was a cover. I did not know it was a David Knight Coast on though. It's, that's it is, and it, and I love me some David Allen Coe, but Chris Stapleton completely just murdered his version to me, like like in yeah. a good way. Well, yeah, <laughs> no, it's uh, it's it's the Chris Stapleton song. It's like it's yeah. the song that everybody knows. It's it's his hit. That's what put him on the map. I would. I mean, I would argue mm. say. I mean, it, he's got a bunch of other good songs. I'm gonna never take away from that. But that song was, th- and everyone else was covering that. Yeah, think calling it Tennessee whiskey by Chris Stapleton, and I'm just like, like, it's not. David yeah. Allen Coe done it first. Well, there's a um, even though he, David Allen Coe is more of a songwriter, but he's still done it first. Yeah. I'd, yeah. Like, the, uh, another song that I can think of that people don't realize it was a cover. I don't even. You may not even. You know. Um. No doubt. Gwen Stefani's band, right? Okay. You know the song um, "Don't Speak." That's right? a cover. That's a cover song. See, I love I love finding out that yeah, that's songs a cover song. It's a it, there was an '80s group that did it initially. Uh, I can't remember their name. I'm sure I could look it up real quick, but yeah, "Don't Speak" is a cover song, but like completely, it, it it's a no doubt song to most people because they made it their own. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, even well, I, I mean, I touched back on the, the Tennessee whiskey one though. It goes back to that point that I made a minute ago. The whole they made it their own. Wait, is it? Don't speak. Oh my god, hold on. I gotta ch- you, I gotta you, fact check you, myself. You, I'll, I'll talk while you while you looking that up. But like I, like Chris Stapleton put so much more enthusiasm into that song when he like made it his I'm own. I'm sorry, it's not "Don't Speak." What is it? <laughs> I, it's it's my life. Okay. Yes. I re- right. Yes. It is. It's just my life. Okay. I was just sitting there thinking, and I was like, wait, because I was trying to think of the music video, and I remember the music video where she's, like, getting arrested because she's killing people or whatever. And yeah. It's the one for It's My Life. Okay. It's My Life is a is a, is a cover song. A cover song, yes. Okay. I was about to say. I mean, I wasn't going to argue with you about it because we, we, we're going to be learning some here. So, um, The original wh- band is uh, Talk Talk, I think. Hit me, hit me with another one of your favorites. Um, let's see. We both have a list here, so we're 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 going back and forth of what we feel is oh, our yeah. personal favorites. So. Um, one of my favorite covers ever is uh, the "Under Pressure" cover by the Used and My Chemical Romance. Yeah, it's iconic. I mean, especially for the time and like the scene. Yeah. Because like the original, you know, the original under pressure is David Bowie and then mm-hmm. Freddie Mercury, which is like yeah. at the time was like two of the biggest heavy hitters you could get on a song together. For sure. And then in two thousand four, two of the biggest heavy hitters you could get together on a song, would especially be, for that scene. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> was would be you know Gerard Way and Burt McCracken getting them on a track together is legendary. Yeah. Not to mention all the you know backstory between those two bands. Yeah. Even to this day, there's still beef there. Maybe. Maybe not. Mm-hmm. Who knows. Who really knows? But uh, I think that's like peak cover song for that era for sure. Interesting. That's a. I, I, I sit here and I, I think about 
the amount of covers that have been done and um like even my buddy that I had on the very first episode of this like he just went and done a studio recording of a, of a cover and it'll be out soon uh it's just crazy to think how much a cover can put someone on to and how much it can bring someone together and it, just what it can do as, as because we relate to music so much yeah and i look at like the amount of like samples and stuff that like hip hop artists are using from like previous artists and how they bring it all in dude okay side note okay i just saw this video today okay. like an hour ago i've got to find the, the the name of this guy there's this video that's going around on like facebook right now i think i just shared it All right. have you seen it it's this guy yeah. with like a ski mask on and it's like this it's, it's it's like a very stereotypical like hip-hop looking video it's like a dude with ski mask on he's got like a you know Mason Margiela, like, bulletproof vest on. He's got his buddy mm-hmm. waving guns around the background. Modern day music. Uh, if you click on, just hit the audio button, it's not what you think it's going to be. It is his song, but it's he's interpolating, um, there's a Rascal Flat song. And it's like. Like Life is a Highway? Or? No, it's, um, <laughs> oh, God, hold on, hold on. You had to go. pull that one up. It It's going to blow your mind. It's not technically a cover, but. The pull from like the samples of, yeah, of it's, another it's song. It's straight up. Um, God bless the broken road, right? Okay, that's the song that he's he's like interpolating. Okay, it's like this dude just like having this hard hip hop video over him just changing the lyrics to that song. <laughs> I might have to look. He's that killing up it. It sounds so good. I hey, whatever f- works. It's the name of the song is Rascal. I'm just trying to think. I don't know who it's by. Okay, I'm gonna see if I can Google it. That'll be that'll be a very interesting find, but I love when people can take something like that though and and really twist it. I mean, I, I don't care as much for like parody songs when they're no, no, no like no, making no. them funny, but when you actually can morph another song into your own version, yeah, like there's a skill in that that it, it's actually I think is underappreciated. Yeah, um, for sure. People just like well, that, well, that's like. Tennessee whiskey, like it's so you want to do justice to the original artist, but y'all, you don't want to. I I don't know. I just don't feel like I would want to necessarily outshine, but at the same time, I do. Yeah. If you can, it's kind of like clickbait too, in a way. Yeah. Of if I can use their song and there are bands get big off of it there are bands out there um there's some that i enjoy some of them that I, I i notoriously don't that have blown up because of cover songs and um using smart marketing they have giant careers you know uh, the biggest example is uh i prevail yeah they yeah. were they literally the, went the viral taylor on that taylor swift cover and because of that, now they're like one of the biggest bands yeah. in in that scene. Oh yeah, I, I can't. My I dad can't listens to them. them. I can't stand them at all. Like, but it, it's genius. It goes right back to like we we mentioned this that topic to talk about on here. Uh, pop goes punk. That yeah. that used to could make or break a band back when. Absolutely. And, and all they were doing was just making a rock version of yes, somebody yeah. else's song. Absolutely, there was a point in time where, like, if they were like, if you were a metalcore band, 
getting on a Punk Goes Pops, you know, uh, one of those mix, one of those releases was like huge. It was it was basically a signifier of like you made it. Yeah. If, if Fearless Records was like, we want you on one of these compilations, yeah, do a cover. There you go. Mm-hmm. You were set. I mean, and, and there are some great ones, and there are some not so yeah. great ones. Oh yeah, for sure. There were some on there that I was like, eh, but I and mean, I remember distinctly when that was like the thing. Like we were getting those every year. People would talk about them. It was so exciting whenever a new one would get announced and the track mm-hmm. listing would come out. You'd be like, oh, dude, this band's gonna cover that song. That's gonna be amazing. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, well, I, I think about like a day to remember, and when they done what cable car over my head, and yeah, like killer, killer track. It, it was. I mean, um, I, I enjoyed it. it better than the original, but yeah, <laughs> just because it was more my vibe, though. I yeah. Mean, uh, well, and then uh, that is actually on my list of ones that I was uh, picking through. And um, if we're gonna talk about a day to remember, you can't you can't skip the Kelly Clarkson cover. That's true. Like the since you've been gone cover that helped them. Yeah gain a whole lot of traction and with reason they took that song and basically basically ju- they didn't change a whole lot they just added a little bit of flair to it and w- made it their uh, own attack attack done i kissed a girl and oh. i liked it okay like, <laughs> Oof, man, that did not age well <laughs> <laughs> no it did not like but i i, I just it's so distinctive those yeah. songs from back then yeah oh yeah from from the times of us getting into that the scene like that was if you wanted some like a, a way to tap into the hardcore scene the the metal scene like a lot of people started because of covers. that yeah yeah it's the it was the easiest way to get some of your like you know your quote unquote normie friends into metalcore yeah. like you know this song right by yeah. the, by the fray or Kelly Clarkson listen to this heavy version listen to this one uh, and oh. <laughs> I got a really bad one, and I I, I will say it is a god awful one. Uh, I set my friends on fire, done the Soldier Boy cover. Dude, <laughs> I I know it's bad, but I still love it. Oh, I, 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 everyone I, hated on I set my friends on fire, but I loved them just because they were so out there. We saw them. Um, I've seen them like three times in my. We years. saw them <laughs> like a year or two ago. They did a ten year tour for um that record, the you know one that one everyone yeah. knows. Um, the one with like ravenous, ravenous rhinos and yeah, all on dude, it. Dude, they were sick. I'm not yeah. gonna lie to you. They kicked ass. Like it was great. And they, they put on a good show. And that they part clo- of the they closed with crank that. And I was like, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, it was so good. Perfect. That is classic. Um, I got one, and, and I want to throw in, and this is stepping back to my original list that a lot of people will probably want to fight me for this one. Okay. Uh, Dirty Diana, Michael Jackson is the original. Okay, okay which cover? Because I've heard a few. The Weekends cover. Oh yeah, DD right? Or yes, DD is what he. It's so it, fucking good. It is incredible. It is so good. I forgot about that. Honestly, I have you just so many it. people like I'll play that occasionally, at, like a music trivia, uh-huh. and people are just like, "Who Whoa. is this?" Yeah, it's like, good, man. It is such an incredible, and I, I don't, I would never want to take away from Michael Jackson, but like, man, that no, he, that he, he made that his own, yeah, crazy good. It's insanely good. I honestly, I like legitimately forgot about that until right now. Yeah, that's super good. He well, he brings in that like, in, he has that real like, 
dark intimacy about yeah, him that, that he brings it, in with every song. Yeah, especially that era of the weekend, yeah. like the whole like House of Balloons, oh God, the trilogy. It was trilogy like, oh yeah. my God, that I was obsessed with him back then, and Same. still am. And like I, I, I do feel like I'm. I'm excited for his new album to see what it, how it really comes together. I haven't been crazy about the singles, but it's fine. I liked. Was the Heartless? Yes. Heart, I liked Heartless, but I didn't care for Blind and Lights or yeah. After Hours was the Yeah, After Hours is the new one. I, I didn't care for those as much, but... We'll I see. I'll, st- I'll still listen to it for sure. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, so, yeah, I, I, that would... A lot of people would argue that you, you can't do that to Michael Jackson, but I'm just like, no, you can't. Like, you definitely... I, <laughs> I mean, especially now, man. It's like, yeah, I don't think... I, I think we can all admit that someone else may have done it better. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's a way to skirt around the issue of is it okay to still <laughs> like Michael Jackson? Yes. It's like, yep, yep. I like the other version better. No, nah, yeah. but it is it is a really good cover. It's um, incredible. What song was it that Chris Cornell covered of Michael Jackson? Was it Dirty Diana? Did he have a cover of Dirty Diana too? Maybe. Um, that is one of the best covers I had ever heard. <laughs> I remember hearing that. On the, I was talking about a friend. I talking to a friend about it the other day when we were bringing up this topic. I was asking, um, just a bunch of buddies like their input just to see if they would remind me of something. It's oh Billy, no, he did Billy Jean. Jean. Yep, yep, Billy Jean. Billie Jean. As we're both sitting here looking for it. <laughs> yeah, he did Billy Jean, and yeah. that I haven't listened to it in a long time, but I distinctly remember hearing that on the radio when I was like twelve or thirteen years old. Yeah. Um, and was just taken aback i was like jesus christ i mean because it's completely different it's just oh, yeah. stripped down i think it was live acoustic thing and it's just like brings so much more dimension to that song yeah all right so hit me with another one on your side um let's see just keep them rolling yeah man. um uh deftones is one of my favorite bands ever okay uh, obviously They've done a few covers over the years, but easily my favorite is they cover Simple Man by Leonard Skinner. And it's just they don't you know, they don't change a whole lot. Yeah. It's obviously it's not as southern sounding because it's it's you know, it's deft tones. But giving it just that like, you know, Chino Marino has like that signature, you know, voice. Yeah. Doing that with Simple Man, yeah. It just it, I didn't think it. about this song. That you saying that hit me with it. Yeah. Shinedown's version. Yeah. Of Simple Man. Mm-hmm. I prefer over Leonard Skinner's. Really? Uh, yeah. And I prefer the Deftones cover yeah. over Leonard Skinner's. Like, I actually do prefer. If I type in Simple Man and I like want to just listen to the song. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to choose. Not, and I, I'm not necessarily saying it's better because I don't, I don't know if I can do that one, but I do prefer it for. My ears. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I get that. Uh, my ear palette. Shall that's I the say. same. That's, the, that's that's how I feel about. Um, that's like that's exactly how I feel about the Deftones covers because I'm like, you know, Leonard Skinner was a g- outstanding, outstanding songwriters, outstanding outstanding band. Yes. But just with my personal music taste, if you can give me someone else who's done the same song but in a different, a slightly different style, like Deftones, just by like going back just, to the pop goes punk, you do yeah, it in a style you, that you, you like. You just elevated it just a little bit because there's not, like I said, if you listen to it, there's not a whole lot different. It's the same, pretty much everything the same. It just feels there's more ambience to it. Yeah, it's so so good. Yeah. Um, 
I, like I said, they've done a lot of covers. They have like a uh, "Who's Gonna t- uh, Drive You Home" by the Cars and um, "No Ordinary Love" by yeah. Sade. They they do that too. So they did a they're, they're a band that I didn't realize. I forgot that they did a bunch of covers that I kind of forgot about until I was researching for this. I was like, damn, all these are good. Yeah, it, that's that's always a a. But like I was sitting here battling, like there's only so many of these I can pick, like yeah, <laughs> that I just feel are better or very argumentatively better, shall mm. I say? So, um, we we talk about like the the not knowing earlier of like not knowing who that that the song was a cover song, and a lot of people didn't know it. And this is one tapping into my side of 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 songs is "Killing Me Softly" softly by the Fugees. Yeah, so many people did not know that that was a cover. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I know it was Roberta a, Flack was I, the original. I'll make sure I knew I it was a cover, but I couldn't. I couldn't have told you who it was by, yeah. and I couldn't have even told you why I knew it was a cover. I think I just knew it was a cover because I saw it on something or was yeah. watching like a documentary or something. Oh yeah. Um. Uh. They, and I see like well, I'll touch back to the like the Tennessee whiskey one. Like everyone thinks that's Chris Stapleton's song. Yeah, and when I was looking for my list of songs that I felt like were better covers, one song that I specifically love uh, as a cover, and it's it does go to more my sound is "Tainted Love" by Marilyn Manson. Yeah, and everyone thinks that "Soft Cell" uh-huh. was the original. Yeah, they're not. They're not? They're not the original. Everyone thinks that they're the original. So who was the original? I'll, I'll pull it up as I'm... Um, so it was a cover of a cover? Yes, but wow. it, it's what put them on. It, Gloria Jones. Huh. It's a 1960s oh, song. I, I do remember that. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I remember I've heard... Yeah. I've yeah. heard the 60s version of it. Like If you even type it in on Google, it says, Tainted Love, song by Soft Cell. But all the YouTube videos and the first thing that pops up it says Gloria Jones is yeah like the original. Well, yeah, you know, people from like to people like to talk about like the you know like the artistic credibility of like being popular off of a cover song. But if you really go back with the music industry, when you get back to like the '60s and the '70s, that whole era, dude, every song was a cover song. Every yeah. song is. You look up any famous song from back then outside of like your really really, you. know, popular people like the Beatles or whatever. Yeah. And if you go on like Wikipedia articles, you'll click on it and like this famous song and then you'll see like seven other versions going further and further back. Yeah. Like that whole era of music. You almost see that re- reciprocated re- rep- re- repeating itself. Let me use that yeah. word. You almost see that repeating itself right now with the amount of covers and stuff that's going on. Well, yeah, cuz I mean when the- the sound changes of the times. Yeah, yeah. well, it, it is kind of a, it's kind of a cycle because you look at it back then. The reason that people did it back then is if you wanted a way to prove yourself to the way the record industry worked back then. Like, you know, the very like it was very hard to get popular as a musical artist in the early you know the early nineteen mm-hmm. hundreds. Yeah. Um, but the best way to do it was to sing someone else's song. And if mm-hmm. they liked your version, they'd go ahead and press that, stick it on the radios, and people yeah. would hear it and go, I know this song, but I don't know this voice. Yeah. Let's listen to them. Well, that you, was how the record industry worked back then. The way you're saying that makes me think about it. Like, you, you look at a lot of the early, like early 1900s and stuff, The a lot of people were doing their own recordings of just, like, Baptist 
hymnals, yeah, uh, like yeah. Amazing Grace and things like that, yeah. which is still done to this day. But like, that's how a lot of them were getting their name back then was just recording their own versions, recording of their own versions of songs of, you of, sung every Sunday at church. Ex- exactly. Yeah, and then eventually of other people's stuff that you've heard, and then you know nowadays. We're kind of seeing history repeat itself a little bit because what's the easiest way to get big as a like as a viral video? Sing yep. a cover song of something popular. Yep. Um, you've got you know, especially something that's trending at the time. Exactly. If you can jump in it. Like I look at like Teddy Swims and I props to him. I just went and saw him live. Yeah. Incredible voice. Incredible. How In- how many covers does he do compared to original live? Now, I will say, this was Atlanta. This is his hometown, so he yeah. experimented a lot. And But on top of that, too, his pianist uh-huh. um, got really sick, and he made the announcement. So they were limited with the amount of covers that they could do and, and songs they do because they didn't have a pianist. Gotcha. So they dropped out some songs, but then they'd done some originals. I'd say it was about split down the middle. Okay. And he said, like, he'd done, like, three or four songs in a row. He said, I'm going to let y'all know. I've never done any of these songs live. These are all songs that are unreleased. Right on. No one's ever heard them. Like, I'm about to give y'all something because this is my hometown. A sold-out show. Like, That's cool. I want to... Where I was give it y'all. again? Uh-huh. Where was it? Oh, where was... Uh, the Loft. Above, oh, he, saw, above he, sold out, he sold out The Loft? Sold out The Loft. Dude, that's like 600-something. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's well, he sold out his entire tour. That's nuts. I mean, yeah, like sure. he, he wound up posting up the entire flyer and just had sold out straight across it. That's I was like, dope. that's awesome for that's your very dope. first tour. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like incredible. But he's got a, he's got this factor about him that people definitely uh, have an like they appeal to it and they're drawn to it. So yeah, it's very unique. So all right. So I hit you with uh, killing me softly on that one, but yeah. I know we get, we get off on the tangent there. Oh, hit, no, that's hit me fine. with another one on yours. Um. Another one of my favorites ever, and this will lead into a whole discussion about kind of like what Deftones, where it's like, here's a band that's done a lot of cover songs, and they're all super fucking good, just super good. Um, the Main. The Main has done so many cover songs. I saw them songs. at the loft once. I've I've seen them like almost ten times now. Yeah. <laughs> I that, saw they are going to be at... Sad Summer. S- sad Summer. Dude, with, you gotta go. With All Time Low. And all, Man, I, that one's think, on my list. You think they were good back then? You need to see them now. It's the energy is just yeah. they're one of the best bands ever. Are they still there. doing the whole independent thing or how yeah, they, they own everything, man? Eighty one twenty three. That's them. That's, it's crazy because I li- the first tour that I got to see them on was when they went independent. When right? they went independent, and it was I think we just I think we had this discussion like the last episode of the Pioneer album. I think Pioneer, it was yeah, yeah. And that's when Great like record. I finally got a chance to go see them, and they I mean they just put on. And we're in the loft. They put mm-hmm. on this incredible show there. Um, they put every literally every time I see them, I'm just like, dude. Have you listened to any of their newer stuff? Honestly, no. You'd love it. I, I probably. Th- would. I, I think <laughs> it's completely different than Pioneer. It's a lot more pop oriented now. Okay. It's really good, but not like too poppy. Anyway, yeah. Back to covers at least. Yeah. <laughs> um, my favorite cover they've ever done was they did a cover of uh, "Girls Just Want to Have Fun." The Cindy Lauper song, yeah. and it's got uh, Adam Lazara from Taking Back Sunday on it. Sounds completely different than the original. I mean, just completely complete one eighty. Um, and it is fantastic, it's a fantastic song. Do you let me hit you with a fun fact? What's that? Girls just want to have fun. Uh huh. 
Cindy Lauper. His cover song? It is a cover song. What? <laughs> yeah. That's, there you go. <laughs> wow. That's crazy. Yeah, the original uh, was Rob Robert Hazard. I think is what the name was. It was hold on, it's like a 70s song or something. Um, let's see what we got. Uh, it was 1979, but obviously everybody knows it from Cindy Lauper, which she done it in 1983. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. It was, very it was close timing, hit. but it was. Uh, it's once again, it goes back to those songs that yeah, everyone, dude. someone's like, made popular, but but it, you it don't turns out it was a cover song. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Th- this cover of that is just one of my favorites. Yep. But um, they did a whole, whole cover. Uh, they did two cover EPs. Um, they cover your boy. I know they covered a Justin Bieber song on Turn it. Turn up. Um, <laughs> I can't remember which one. Um, they covered Drake. They did Hold On, We're Going Home. Mm-hmm. They did uh, Bitch Better Have My Money by Rihanna. That was that great. great. Um, they did You're Still the One, the Shania Twain song. That shit smacks. It's so good. The okay. whole both of those cover EPs are super good. I can't remember awesome. which uh, JB song they did though. It's great. I I look at artists that have like you look at like Michael Bublé. Like mm-hmm. he's a cover artist. Like, yeah, pretty. I mean, yeah, it, it's just crazy how they've made such a name for themselves, being able to cover that many songs, and, and his voice is so distinctive and just. I mean, it's incredible to me, especially when they hit all those. Uh, like Christmas songs and stuff around that time of the year. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, but yeah, fan, fantastic band. They do a bunch of fantastic covers, and I think their originals are even better than their covers. Yeah. So it's just it, they're definitely a gateway band that you could show someone if you wanted to get them to like that that band, even though they're not like heavy or anything. Yeah. But showing someone a cover is the best way to get them into someone that you oh, want absolutely. them to listen to. Uh, absolutely. So, give me another one of yours. Um, and and I, I mean, I, I chose this one, and I think it's it does tap more a little bit into more of my sound because it is a slightly different sound. But I chose "American Woman" by Lenny Kravitz. Yeah, and obviously the original is the Guess Who, but yeah, and I love the Guess Who's like sound, mm. and I. I I argued it back in my back and forth in my head of like, okay, do I really want to put this one above it? But when I really think about it, what I, my preference is and everything, I definitely do have to say that Lenny Kravitz' version of American Woman is like so much better to me. I mean, in more of my appeal. Yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of people don't know that that's a cover. A lot of people are like, oh, that's that song by Lenny Kravitz. Like, yep. no, that's well, and that was that. I want to say that was one of his breakout hits, wasn't it? Oh yeah, like that's yeah. Once again, it it can put you on the map. Yeah. Oh yeah. I need to sure. figure out a cover of song. <laughs> um, it's also I would say a, a lot of rappers nowadays are taking like you look at like what Lil Wayne done mm-hmm. with like dedication and all that. Yeah. And no ceilings, and he just took the beats of all these songs and freestyled over them. It's a yeah. slightly different format, but it, it's the same. I mean, same energy basically. Yeah. But you, you, those arguably those. Mixtapes are better than any other Lil Wayne work. I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the Carters. I, I don't know, as Some big on his new ones, but it's yeah, you know, it, it, ever, uh, when people talk about Lil Wayne and they talk about like if he's fell off or not, you know, the no ceilings or dedication mixtapes are the things that people talk about. They're like, mm-hmm. when are we gonna get that Wayne back? You saw the most raw 
use of what he is the master of, and that is his wordplay. Yeah. And those those mixtapes, the lyricism that he put together of that because you don't have to worry because with that kind of with no that kind of thing exactly there's well the work's already done for you yeah you know you don't have to worry about making your own song you go here's a pre existing song let me just flex on this and that's what you know that's what cover songs are it's a way to just show off what you can do by using someone else's template yeah um yeah all right hit me with one. Um, might surprise people. Um, because oh, I'm not. This might be a good one. Because well, you know, <laughs> people, will, you know, I don't listen to like a whole lot of like country or anything like that. But like, I thoroughly enjoy um Sergio Simpson a mm-hmm. whole lot. And he, one of the reasons I like got into him was I heard his cover of "In Bloom" mm-hmm. by Nirvana. Doesn't sound anything like the original at all. But it is so good. That yeah. dude has such a good voice and just turned that song on its head. Yeah. So good. And that's what got me into him and that whole, like, that little, um, like, bubble of country music nowadays that, like, gives me faith that country music's not just dead. Tyler <laughs> Childers and... Yeah, dude. Tyler Childers. Uh, like, man, they're... Oh. That, that whole... Like Cody Jinks and all that right now, like, and, and I even bring like the Chris Stapleton, like he has such of that bluesy vibe, but yeah. he, yeah, I'd say he's probably the biggest like mainstream of he's that. He's the closest to the mainstream for sure. Um, but God, they're they give me hope, hope and faith in the country scene nowadays. Yeah, I, I agree with you with that statement one hundred percent. Yeah, dude, I, I love it, love it, love that song. Um, God, <laughs> it's so funny to me when I. I I, we've hit the point a couple of times of not realizing who was the original. We didn't realize that they weren't the original. Mm-hmm. Me and Bobby McGee by Janis Joplin. Okay. She's not the original. Yeah. And so I, it was Chris Christopherson, but I, I felt like I'd heard that, but like yeah. when I seen it in my list, I was like, yeah, that song is known for her. It's not known for Chris. Well, that I goes back to what I was saying, like that era of music, that, it, was, a, that was a way... To, to get out there. Yeah. That was a, one of the reasons you would get signed. Uh, Respect by Aretha Franklin. That's a cover? It's originally done by Otis Redding. Oh, shit. Yeah, okay. See, yeah, yeah. It, that, it's kind of that time frame of it could happen. Uh, yeah, and the, see, I think you would, ar- I think, you know, anyone would argue that, like, that's Aretha Franklin's song. It, you know? Well, it's, really, I mean, it's Truly. just crazy when you look yeah. at it, like, you didn't realize it. How someone you realize how popular somebody can make a song doing it a certain way, so absolutely. Um, god, yeah, that's crazy. Uh, another one, uh, one other one of my favorites. Um, most people know the the song Mad World, like the the Gary Jewell song, the real sad, like, mm-hmm. it was in Donnie Darko, it was yeah, the yeah. real sad ballad song. You know, that's mm-hmm. not a, his song, okay, that's a Tears for Fear song. Okay. Which Tears for Fears? Tears for Fears is one of my favorite bands mm-hmm. ever. Dude. They're phenomenal. They really phenomenal are. band. I'm not gonna say I listen to them a lot, God, but I, every time I hear a Tears for Fears song, I'm like, this is so good. So good. Songs from the Big Chair is like one of the. It's probably, in my opinion, it's the best record to ever come out of the '80s. To me, okay. hot take. Right. But uh, I'm not gonna argue. But, but yeah, <laughs> but Mad, Mad World is a Tears for Fears song. Um, Interesting. That you know was popularized in the early 2000s by the real sad piano cover by Gary Jules, but... Yep. Yep. Uh, I, one that I, I, I hear it every 
single day up here on 105.7 right now uh-huh. is, and I, I'm not going to sit here and say it's better than the original mm-hmm. because I would never do that to them. Okay. <laughs> but doing time by Lena Del Rey, originally done by Sublime. Oh, yeah, yeah, I would, yeah. I'm never taken away from Sublime. I can't I do gotcha. that. But, God, that song right now is, that, that's a cover that's on the radio, and I literally hear it uh, multiple times a day. If I listen to 105.7 up here, yeah. it's crazy how much yeah. it's being I'll, used. I, I didn't even, I forgot about that entire, I don't really listen to Lana Del Rey that very much. I don't but, either. Yeah. Well, see, like, I, and that, I, I work in retail, so... Yeah, you hear a lot of the like generic like retail radio all the time, and when you're listening to that, it's really cool to hear songs pop out at you that you hear either a cover of, or you hear you're going to like hip hop. I hear songs sometimes. I'll hear something that sounds super familiar and go, "Oh, shit! Someone sampled that. Mm-hmm. That's that's the original sample yep. from you know this other song." Oh yeah. But um, a song that always sticks out to me in retail radio whenever it comes on. That's a pretty. I, I don't know if people know that it was a cover song. Um, obviously, it depends on what your music tastes are like. But um, Adele did "Love Song." Mm-hmm. Love song. Depending on who you are and what kind of music you listen to, you think it's someone else's song. It was like you hear the Adele version. Some people think it's just an Adele song. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people think it's a Three Eleven song because Three mm-hmm. Eleven was popular for a cover of it. But it's a it's a song by The Cure. The Cure mm-hmm. wrote it. And, you know, way back when. But I hear it all the fucking time, <laughs> all the time. I hear that song, and I'm like, it's a good song, but Jude. <laughs> yeah, it well that, that that will overplay a song on the radio. It don't matter what radio station, what, and if it'll switch from like different host, like yeah. if at five o'clock a different yeah, host yeah. comes on, <laughs> it's so it ends song. with this song, and, and then the, the next host comes on, and it starts with that song, and I'm just like, how yeah. do you what? Yeah. Can y'all not collaborate and figure this out? Like, yeah. don't do that. Come on now. But I guess when it's popular, it's popular, and everybody wants to hear it. So, um, man, and I, I there's so many songs that we could go down this crazy list. I mean, I, those are definitely my like main ones. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a couple other points on there, like "I Will Always Love You" by Whitney Houston. Obviously, that was originally a Dolly Parton song. Yeah, yeah, and she. I mean, to me, she made that song. Like, oh, absolutely, hundred percent. Well, but like I said, we could. Well, that could be a topic in itself. Of <laughs> yeah, in, inside of this, but yeah, oh um, yeah, yeah. Hmm. I mean, I've got and there's st- I've still got tons and tons of songs on here. Um, I, I love uh, Higher Ground, okay. Red Hot Chili Peppers. That's yeah. originally Stevie Wonder song. Stevie Wonder. Mm-hmm. Um, both versions slap. I mean, both yeah. versions are great. Yeah. Um, I It's corny, but, like, the <laughs> Smooth Criminal by Alien Ant Farm. Bruh. Dude. Oh, my God. I forgot about that song. I mean, it was Alien Ant Farm's biggest song besides movies. Yes. Um, movies is a I great loved song. them. Like, I remember yeah. having a Walkman, CD Walkman, <laughs> back in the yeah. day. Yeah. And I wanted that album, and my mom bought me the, the CD for it at On Cue back in Thomaston. Oh, wow. And uh, yeah, I, I remember movie. going to play a soccer tournament one day, and I sat there and listened to that CD on repeat. Like, oh, anthology? Before, yeah, dude. Before the game, like, the tournament started. And I, 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 that's such a distinctive thing, but it's crazy how music can be so distinctive like that. So. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, 
I, uh, I, I love, love Kill Switch Engage, and they're known for that Holy Diver cover, you know, the Dio song. Yeah. Yeah, that was a, a big hit for them. I've seen them do that live. It was pretty cool. There was, uh, it was a, there was a guy. He's he's like Teddy Swims. He's okay. kind of made his. He he done the YouTube thing, but he would. I actually saw it on Facebook first, but he mm. uh, would start out by playing an instrument, mm. and then play another instrument, and then play another instrument, and, and bring them all together, and yeah. then he would start singing and do the cover of the actual song. I love that shit. And it was, it was a guy named William Singh, but okay. it's S I N G E. Um, okay. he done so like so many random songs like that that everything from like God's Plan to Fake Love to uh, Pony by like Genuine and all like oh I think one of his biggest ones that kind of put him on he done Trap Queen by Fetty Wap okay and he he covered that yeah. and that song like kind of went crazy there for a little while okay it was back in like. 2015. Mm-hmm. So it's been some years. He was kind of yeah. at the start of the real, like, I'd say the the bigger of the whole do a cover song and yeah, start building that up. Because, I mean, that's kind of the beginnings and, and all that of streaming and YouTube, yeah, yeah. The, the real popularity of all that. But yeah. um, that was Hotline Bling. He was doing a lot of big oh, yeah. songs at that time. Talking but he's, he's definitely one I don't I won't necessarily overlook of just what he's done as a cover artist there. But he does yeah. have original stuff too. So. Yeah, yeah. Um uh talking about like, you know, YouTube and, and stuff like that. Like I there are a lot of covers out there that I love. Like I love when any artist does like uh BBC Live Lounge mm-hmm. whenever they're trying to promote something, they'll do their song and then they'll do a cover song. So many good covers have come out of that. Mm-hmm. Um most recently uh, Harry Styles did the cover of Juice by Lizzo. Yeah. So good. But probably my favorite one's ever come out of that was um, Paramore. Oh, during the After Laughter cycle, they did um, Passion Fruit by Drake. And it is just, it is better than the Drake song. And I love that song. Yeah. Like, I love that Drake song. But, I mean, it's no secret. Like, I would die for Haley Williams. But, <laughs> but, yeah, no, she killed it. She murdered it. That's awesome. That is awesome. Um, and you were talking about like that guy doing the whole um, like playing an instrument and like building layers building it over. Mm-hmm. Um, there's it, you you made me think of the song that I remember. There's this really really good cover that I found like in like 2012 or something, like a long time ago, mm-hmm. of uh, Jesus Walks by Kanye uh-huh. by a guy named Josh Osho. Okay. And he I might have to look this up because I love me some Kanye. Yeah, no, I know you like Kanye too. But oh yeah, um, he did. He did a cover of "Jesus Walks" and it's just him and an acoustic guitar, and a um, what's the what's the term for it? Like the the pedal that you can use to do loops, like the loop loop, loop pedal, a loop pedal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just him and a loop Looper, pedal. Yeah. yeah, it's him and a loop pedal and an acoustic guitar, and he just it's like six minutes long. Mm-hmm. He just sits there and he's like, you know, hitting on certain parts of the guitar and then playing certain things and then humming stuff into the microphone and just building all these layers until eventually he starts singing Jesus Walks and it's like it is legit one of the best covers I've ever seen it's completely different but it's so good yeah yeah I, one that just popped in my head and I, I, at this point we're kind of beyond the list I'm, I'm yeah. not even looking at lists yeah, anymore fine. but um, I run 
by A Flock of Seagulls. Mm-hmm. It's an older song. I'd say maybe 80s. I might be mistaken by that. Yeah, it's an 80s song, yeah. Um, but newer modern day, Slim Thug done his own version of it back when I was in high school, like <laughs> 2009. Okay. And it's called I Run the Streets. And uh-huh. and it's uh, the chorus and melody is all, all the same yeah. of it. And, but obviously he raps and everything. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. But he, that that the rap part he does his own words. But it just the way he interpreted it and flipped it together. That that's another. That's a whole a whole you know mm-hmm. sub sub genre right there yes. essentially of just like people flipping so like. Right back to that guy earlier of the Rascals home. Yeah, yeah exactly. Going past mm-hmm. sampling and going into like taking a song and just interpolating it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's awesome. Yeah, love that. I love that kind of stuff. Oh yeah. For sure. I, I love that in any genre. If I'm listening to a song and all of a sudden I hear something and I go, Oh shit, that's supposed to be like a throw a throwback to like this thing mm-hmm. or I awesome. Love yeah. it. I I mean I did get with my buddy Caleb one night and do my own rap version to Dirt Road Anthem. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, man. Classics. <laughs> I actually have that video up on my, my Instagram. You have to watch that. It's pretty funny. I oh, gotcha. Uh, it, it was just a good, good little night. I was like, yeah, I wrote this to this. And he was like, let's do it. And so yeah, that was my first uh, attempt at uh, any kind of live performance there. <laughs> there you go. Well, not really. I guess I did perform back in high school or something. But so, yeah, man, I've. I could probably go down this list all day long, or, or yeah. a list all day long, oh, yeah. just song after song after song. But I'd say those are definitely more of my top, most notable ones, and and even tapping into some that I don't even know if they're necessarily my top, but they're very argumentative for yeah. being in the tops. Yeah. There, so I feel like uh, we we did miss a big one, especially Hit when we talk about, <laughs> especially since we were talking about like the punk guys pop stuff. Still fly, <sighs> Devil Wears Prada. You're right. It that's the winner. That's the best cover of all time. Honestly, let's, let's go ahead. They and made that in the towel. Such a great song. Like the way they, man. I I cannot <laughs> believe that we were talking about Pop Goes Punk and forgot that one. Oh, I didn't forget. I was saving it. Oh, I, you it was, do that to me. You want to hit me with that at the end to leave me speechless. I see what you're doing. Yeah. Oh yeah, um, dude. That legendary, man, legendary. It really is. You know they hate it too, right? They, they ha- do. They hate it. Prada Why? hates that shit so much. Why? Um, because they're because that because it, it's a silly cover and like you know they're trying to be a serious band. They, yeah. Um, they have an, another cover recently. They did a cover song that fits more with their serious tone that I think is quickly became one of my favorite covers ever. They um they did a cover of a Julian Baker song called Sour Breath. Oh my god, dude! The, I mean, they change it completely because Julian Baker is, you know, she's like a singer songwriter, yeah, real soft spoken kind of mm-hmm. thing. Her song "Sour Breath" is outstanding. It gives me goosebumps. But their version of it, like the way they build on it, outstanding. Oh, and one that just popped in my head. You touching right back to it. The you talking about the guy that covered "Jesus Walks" by Kanye? Yeah. The other night I went and saw uh, Dermot Kennedy. Yeah, yeah, my yeah. southern voice, Dermot. Um, yeah. He had did a Spotify uh, single, yeah, Spotify yeah, yeah. single, yeah. and done "Heartless" by oh, Kanye West, and it is up. incredible. I have to look that up. That one is incredible. Oh, um, um, I, don't, I just thought about this because since we're talking about Kanye, did you know? Um, I love fun facts because you love Kanye. 
you know um 808s and heartbreak okay okay you know the song coldest winter coldest winter okay yeah did you know that's a interpolation of a tears for fear song i did not yeah it is gonna have a moment here yeah it's it's a tears for fear song it's um the song is called um oh my god hold on hold on i gotta look it up i can't believe i just blanked on that just talking about how much I love Tears for Fears. Ooh, fake you hit, fan you hit me here. with a fun fact, and then you just leave me hanging here. Um, come on. <laughs> it is. It's from. It's not from songs from the Big Chair. It's from their first record, The Hurting. Um, it's. It's. Uh, it's on the tip of my tongue. I know it's like. The joys of cell phones. We can look these things. I know. Up I'm all, Google time here. See, see, you were my Google back when. I just call you for an answer. Now you're yeah. using Google. I, I feel like that's yeah, kind of like cheating, cheating on the test. Right? <laughs> it's cheating. Um, but Memories fade. Memories okay. fade is the name of the original song. Gotcha. If you listen to Memories fade and then listen to Coldest Winter, you're like, wait, what? Um, uh, the Weekend actually sampled a song from Tears for Fears on Starboy. Don't ask me to remember that offhand because I will gotcha. not be able to find it, but. Um, a little hint for that one. <laughs> it's funny. I was listening to that album, uh, "The Hurting," a couple years ago. It was like twenty, like sixteen or something. <laughs> I was listening to it on a, at a buddy of mine's house because he found it on at a Goodwill on vinyl for like a dollar, and I was like, "Dude!" So uh, we were just listening to it, and I heard "Memories Fade," and it was just like, "Oh my god, this is the Kanye song. This is Coldest Winter." Yeah. And then a couple songs later, I heard a certain part of another song. I was like, that's from the Starboy album because I, I love that record. Yeah. So, just just cool. We'll have to, look, I'll have to show you that after we're done doing this because yeah. you're going to be like, what? Well, I think after we get done doing this and we're, we're winding down, we're on the last yeah. little bit here, but uh, let's let's create a a playlist on Spotify. Uh, we, we, okay. You, you mentioned this and we, yeah. we're going to, we, we kind of had the discussion beforehand. We're going to, as we do these episodes, we're going to hit y'all with songs and let y'all kind of have what we're listening to. Yeah. But then also we discussed that just for this episode, we're going to create covers, a, yeah. a covers better than the originals. And pretty much every song that we discuss in here, we're going to make it into a playlist for y'all to kind of listen to. And I'll uh, put like a, a link to it in the descriptions when I post all these up. So, um, but I, I think that's going to have to kind of wind us down. We're, we're hitting our mark here. so Yeah, that's fine. Um, any more, anything else you want to throw in there before we end it out? The last couple that I could think of that right. I haven't mentioned. You could hit them. Um, I, a song that I like, I don't like, I don't really like R.E.M., the band, okay. R.E.M., but I like the song Losing My Religion a mm -hmm. lot. And there's been some outstanding covers of that over the mm -hmm. years. Two, there's actually I'm not a big REM either. Uh, yeah, either, there's so two either. bands I really, really like. Both covered "Losing My Religion" and like the same. They covered a, They both covered it like last last year. One of those was Movements. Okay, did the cover of it. Outstanding. The other one was the Wonder Years, who I saw last night. Oh, they covered. So went and seen them last night. Yeah, they covered "Losing My Religion," and I mean, the Wonder Years are a band that's known for just like putting that knife right in your chest. Like that is their thing. Is like. Let's just make you sad. Yeah. And them covering a song like that and with his emotion and his voice on top of that, it's like, ooh, that hurts. So that's those are both great covers. Um, and then 
The only other thing I could think of is since we're talking about um, like live sessions and stuff. Yeah. Unbeatable. The Denzel Curry cover of um, Bulls on Parade. Have you seen that? I have not. Denzel, Co- Denzel Den- Curry covers that. Bulls on Parade. That and he, you watch that video and you go, well, how he's hey, how is he not in a metal band? Because yeah. his energy doing did, something did like that. Did you see that Ice T has got a yeah body like, count, dude? Body count. Oh my did god, you? they're amazing. Okay, I did. I did. I just happened to see this because Lionheart shared it. Yeah, I don't know how I missed it, but yeah, it was, yeah. Body Count's been a band since the eighties. Well, I don't know. I didn't. They well, the, the doing the stuff with Ice T, and I guess that's what made me like. Yeah. Well, it trigger was, and it, see it. It was so. his band that he started in the '80s before he was a rapper. Okay. And then he got big on his you know, his hip hop career. Um. So Body Count kind of fell by the wayside for a while, and then they brought it back a couple of years ago. Okay. And they've been doing some stuff here and there. Yeah, I just like happened to see it post up, and I didn't. I haven't had time to like listen or do any research into it, but I did. It just yeah. No, dude, I see. I see about that life, dude. That's awesome. That's pretty cool. Because it showed like a little clip of him yelling into the mic. And I was like, yes. Yeah, dude. <laughs> this is greatness. It's good. Uh, um, yeah, we'll, uh, so yeah. we'll have to build this. We'll, we'll, we'll build this playlist up. We'll put it out there as we post this. So if you see this podcast and you're listening to this right now, you can go find the playlist. It will be in the description of wherever you're looking at it. At. Yeah. So uh, I'll make sure that it's there. So. But I'd say that's going to do it. Once again, thank you, Gabe, for coming on. Always, I enjoy it. I'm, I'm enjoying these on top of any of the interviews and everything else I'm doing, so it's, it's been pretty awesome. Um, and I love to be able to talk more than just interviews, and I get to yeah. run my mouth a little bit. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I know you enjoy doing that, too, So <laughs> especially when it's about music. That's all I'm good at, man, <laughs> really. I mean, we could do this all day. Yeah. Oh, I'm with you. Well, that's going to conclude Episode 2 of The Sound Check. Obviously, this is in the Knuckleheads uh, podcast. I actually am just got it put on. I'm getting them all on YouTube now. Google Play, Spotify, iHeartMedia approved. So I am trying to make sure it is on every single platform that there is for any of y'all out there that have a preference over the other. So yeah, you should be able to find it in anything and everything. So thank you once again. Thank y'all everybody for listening, and we hope to. Uh, let y'all be listening, or shall I say, see you, <laughs> however you want to word that next time. Oh, yeah. Get them up, 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 get them up.